WVUAFM, Tuscaloosa. Hello, everybody. This is WVUA 90.7 FM, the capstone, and welcome to episode number 42 of the Full Court Press Podcast. My name is Jamie Martinez, and I'm joined by Alex Chasen and Nick Atkinson. On today's episode, look forward to some NBA talk. No real agenda for our first podcast of the summer, so just enjoy some chill times with the boys. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at FCP Podcast underscore UA and on TikTok at FCP underscore podcast. With that being said, let's get into it. Happy birthday, Jamie. I mean, I know it was yesterday, but you know, I want thank to you, thank you. Happy birthday. How was the birthday? Just chill. Uh, it was a Wednesday, so my parents were at work, my siblings were at school, so I was home alone for a good amount of it, but I had a couple friends come over. We went. Just traveled around a little bit around the around the beach, just hung out for a little bit and then uh, ate some monkey bread with the family. My mom made a monkey bread, sliders, fries. It was it was gas. Got some new dunks. Yeah. Pull up. I got the dunks right here. How was the monkey bread, though? Monkey bread, monkey bread was gas. Uh, you can't really see it. Well, it's the zoom, but, got the air in uh, You can kind of see them. But yeah, it was the background. But uh, no, I had a great birthday. Yeah. Fantastic time. Now, Nick, I'm going to roll over to you. Joel Embiid is the MVP. How you feel about that one? Uh, I forgot who said it, but it's it's about damn time. Uh, he, he should have two at this point. So, you know, it is what it is, though. He finally got it. Um, the way Jokic has been playing, though, I he's the definitely the best center in basketball. Jokic is, really? but Embiid is the MVP. Really? That's a flip. Yeah. I mean, he's been playing out of his mind. What makes I don't like Jokic. I don't like Jokic at all, but he's just been going crazy. I mean, granted, it's on DeAndre Ayton, who's just a terrible defender against high-level centers, but uh, I don't know. I mean, Jokic putting up 53 and just going crazy like that, and then, you know, Devin Booker saying he can put up 53 all he wants, but it doesn't matter if he loses, then going out and losing the next game. I'd just love to see somebody shutting up somebody that talks too much. So, I'm all for that. Definitely Jokic has been – He's been a monster these playoffs. I definitely – I actually like him now. I don't dislike Jokic anymore. I think Aiton is out tonight as well, which is going to be – I mean, do the Suns close out the series tonight? I mean, not the Suns, the Nuggets. Nuggets. I'll definitely be play. watching. I don't know. I hope. I hope. I'll buy – I will buy a Jokic jersey if they uh, win the series. Really? At some point. I got to get some money, but I'll do it. You want to give a virtual shake? You can do the uh, – the, I think you can do a handshake on Zoom. <laughs> I mean, I'll do it. Regardless, I'll uh... – A Jokic jersey? That's crazy. Okay, okay. Regardless, I'll do it. I'll get it. Regardless. And before we clicked uh, record on here, I said I would buy a 76ers jersey if the Celtics do not come back in this series. So I'll put it out to the world. Wow. And I will buy a 76ers jersey. Again, I, need, I don't know if I'm going to buy it right away, but I'll eventually get one if um, the Celtics do not come out on top. But I'm confident that we will. I think tonight, game six is a – obviously, when you guys are listening to this, it's already probably said and done. No, game six will already be said and done because this comes out on Friday. I don't know. What did you guys take on the Celtics? And I think they're going to come back. They've come back the most out of any other team down 3-2 in NBA history. I believe it's eight or nine times in the whole NBA history. They did it last year against the Milwaukee Bucks, against Giannis, who obviously arguably the best player in the NBA. So I'm confident in this team. I just think there's a little bit of a different edge this year that we don't have this year that we had last year. That's my only concern. Like last year, I think Ime installed a little bit of something in the locker room that's not there this year with Joe, but what's your guys' takes on it? So uh, I uh, think the Celtics could win tonight, but I don't know about game seven. That's at, what home, I'll say. at home? Yeah, I lost the last one at home. 
I know, yeah. I know, but it's game seven. I feel like the crowd's going to be all into it. I don't know. We'll have to see. Uh, I'm not going to speak on game seven, but I think y'all win tonight. I think it's tough. I mean, the Sixers look different than they did in the regular season. Joel Embiid, other than the first day, playing... first game he came back, okay. yeah, exactly. James Harden is out of his mind. Yeah. He has been playing stellar, stellar basketball. Well, it's um, like every other game he's good, and then yeah, because game, games but when two he's and bad, three, he's terrible. Yeah. But when he's games good, two he's and three, great. he was terrible. One, four, and five though, phenomenal. And yeah. if the Sixers are going to win, they need that. Things in five, he just had like a not even like I wouldn't say mediocre. He had a very like just overall great game with like eight assists. I think he had 17 points, very efficient shooting. But then one in four, like you just said, he was dominant. Mm-hmm. So I was just kind of – because every time James Harden has dropped less than 20 points, they've lost so far. Obviously, that was a different story in game five. He dropped less than 20, and they still won. So that's kind of scary. But, again, the Celtics shot less than 30% or like 30% from three, 40% from the field. They're not going to do that again. I think if you get them – if they if they start shooting threes and they make them, no, they're unbeatable. That's our thing, though. Al Horford went 0 for 7 from 3. That's Exactly. Jason Tatum's got to play better, too. I mean, he just has to. Uh, he's had a good game here and there, but it just hasn't looked good. I mean, it, is is he just, like, not a great playoff performer or something? Because we saw it against Golden State last year, and he's had a few bad games here and there in this series. So, I mean, he's got to step up because Brown's doing all he can. Jalen Brown, looks he looks solid, but I think JT's got to step up. To the free throw line, JB went three for eight at the line. That's for some reason he's never been good at the free throw line. Like Doris never... Burke thinks that they close that the cap the gap is glo- closing between them. I saw that. I-, I would agree. I mean, I wouldn't. I don't think that's like a big like hot take. What do you think? I don't. Th- I don't think it's a hot take. But I know some other people that definitely think that that's just stupid. I do not think it's a hot take. I mean, they both were just named yesterday All NBA first team for Tatum and All NBA second team for Brown. They get their money. They get their money. I'm happy about that. I don't think I think that's like a very just like a dumb take. I think it's like not a hot take at all there. I think the gap was already closing to begin with. But speaking of that, let's jump into the all NBA teams. Do you want me to talk like say where's where do you guys know what's I mean I know all three of all I know all of them. Yeah. yeah. All right, so you guys have any, anyway. any surprises? Uh, any surprises? I I, I I'll let Jimmy go first. Okay. Okay, so I think Jimmy Butler's second team was a bit of a surprise. I didn't Great. see him being up that high, but then Fox and Sabonis being the third team, I think that was my big surprise. I didn't think Fox was going to get third team. I thought they were going to snub him again. Oh, but I after what he that. and Sabonis both did this season, I thought Fox was a bit of a surprise. I think he deserved it. I absolutely deserved it. I just thought he was going to get snubbed once again, but finally the voters showed love, gave him the spot he deserves. I think most surprising is Jimmy Butler, though. 100% in second team. I did not see over anybody. Durant. He wasn't an all-star is what's crazy about that. Yeah, but over guys like Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. Now, again, KD I, didn't play enough. Well, you, you I think that's what it was, too. But then, like, Damian Lillard made it. He only played 58 games. And obviously, there's not a limit yet. That's next year with the new CBA, the 65 games. So, yeah. And then guys like Devin Booker. I mean, didn't, Booker not making it, too, either. He didn't make it mm-hmm. over Damian Lillard or Fox. I mean, that's kind of a toss-up. I would put him over Fox, honestly. I'd put him over Dame. He averaged 32 points per game. Facts. He missed the playoffs. He lost. Long shot, though. That's my thing. I know, but it's like it's a. It's, I feel like the All NBA is an individual player award. It doesn't matter if you make the playoffs or not. That's just my opinion. Must be a games played thing. Yeah. Then. I mean, Lillard. He's gonna get the love from the voters no matter what. Just they could bolster his no ring legacy. But uh, it is what it is. Then SJ and first team. I'm obviously happy about that one. Yeah, I'm sure you are. I thought it was a bit of a surprise. Not like, not me and Jamie like, were talking about it today. Yeah, we were talking about it a little bit. It's not a jaw dropping surprise, but I mean, it's deserved. I think Donovan Mitchell was a toss up. 
Uh, I think he was, I was also deserving if, of that spot. I was saying it's a mix-up between them two, and if Ja wouldn't have gotten suspended, he could have a case for that, too. I think so, too. I don't know about first team. Oh, Steph well, just Curry. That's what a lot of people are talking about. Yeah, Steph Curry. Steph Curry was another one people were talking about over SGA. That was another controversial one. I don't know. Curry played good this season, but not spectacular. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the All-NBA first-teamers, all of them were in MVP conversations. I think that's kind of just like why they're up there. Because if you look at it, the top three guys, top four guys in the voting were obviously Embiid, and then obviously Jokic made second team because you can't have two bigs. But then the other three were Giannis and Tatum and SGA. So I think it all kind of lines up for that. But then that's why I can't wait for it to be positionless next year because then the guys like Jokic and Embiid will both be first team. Because I think it's insane how he's second team Jokic and Embiid is first team. So it's going to be really good. It's going to be positionless. And then guys like Devin Booker, even Anthony Davis is a toss-up who could possibly make it when it's positionless. And then that leads to all these guys will be getting their money, especially guys like Tatum, Brown, SGA, when their current contracts are up, they are going to be up for big-time contracts. Jalen Brown this summer is going to be eligible for the – 300, 295, excuse me, Supermax deal. And then Jason Tatum next offseason will be eligible for the 318 Supermax contract. Good stuff because a new CBA kicks in and some more money is coming their way. And then the All-NBA rookie teams, you guys know about those ones? Because I'm honestly, I mean, it's not nothing, nothing really too surprising. Um, I would say in second team, Jeremy Shohan making second team is a bit surprising. I mean, I don't know. The front court players that made the – all NBA team wasn't too surprising to me just because there wasn't too much of a, there wasn't too many of them anyways, you know, that were good besides Duran, Walker Kessler, Paolo and Jalen Williams. And, uh, and I mean, Jeremy Sokan was all right. And Keegan Murray too. Ari Smith Jr. Made it. Oh, that's crazy. Ari Eason made it, which I'm very happy about. I think he was just kind of like an underrated. Yeah. I like Tari Eason. I like him a lot as well. And then, Keegan Murray, Jamie, how you feeling about? Let's just talk about Keegan Murray for a second. Overall season, how you feeling about his rookie year? I think it was absolutely deserving. Uh, one of the, it, one of if not the greatest three point, not just three point, but shooting seasons for a rookie ever. It uh, is. Broke the three point highest record, percentage. highest three point percentage, most threes made for a rookie of all time. Um, led the, he was a huge part in the team making the playoffs, no doubt about it. Summer league MVP, so. Um, he was phenomenal throughout the entire season. Uh, I think he'll take a big step going into next year, um, especially if we do let go of Harrison Barnes, which is, as the days go on, looking like it will be the case. Uh, Keegan Murray's going to have a huge role to play next year, and his career is only going to go higher and higher. So I'm excited to see what he has to do. I remember we all came to a census that there's no way Mike Budenholzer would be fired. Well, uh, he has been fired. Nick, let's start off with you. What's your opinion on that? And who fills his like who fills his shoes? They've been reported that they interviewed their own assistant coach from the Milwaukee Bucks. They've also interviewed top assistant from the Toronto Raptors. I don't know Adrian where Griffin. Yeah. Where's your head at and why? If they don't get Nick Nurse, then they're just this was just the stupidest thing they could have done. Because Mike Bodenholzer is one of the best coaches in the NBA. So to get rid of him just because you lose in the first round because your player was hurt for two games and Miami was more than able to have gotten a top six seed in the East. The East was just stacked. So that's why the, the this is why the playing tournament exists so that, you know, the teams that, had, you know, didn't have the, they didn't eventually get enough wins, but they were still a winning team could, you know, prove that they were still good. That's why the playing tournament exists. And so, uh, I don't know. I, th- I think that if they don't get Budenholzer, though, it's or if they don't get a, a coach on the level as him, like Nick Nurse or Kenny Atkinson would be all right. Or 
Adrian Griffin will be okay. But uh, if you don't get one of them three, then, I mean, that's just a huge loss. How about you, Jamie? Yeah, I think Nick Nurse is the obvious hire here. Um, I mean, there's not too many other phenomenal candidates out there. I mean, Nurse has the accolades. He has the hardware. And if you're going to fire one of the best coaches in the league and not replace him with another one of the best, then I don't know what you're doing. So I think Nick's spot on here. Then where does Mike go? That's the thing. It's like I could see him being jobless going into next season because where is he really? Yeah, I don't know. I don't think there's too many teams that are coaching needy. I mean, Detroit, yeah, but does he want to go to a team that's like in rebuild mode? Now, again, I think exactly. they're going to come up and then give them a couple of years. They might be a top five. Washington, have, I mean, it's not been said, but I mean, Wes Unsil, no, no, no. Oh, who hired the who, the Rockets? Who didn't they get a coach or did they not? They got email. They did. Oh, that's right. Uh, I don't know. I mean, he's. I think that he'll get a job at some point. I mean, you know, him and Nate McMillan will get a job at some point. I think. So yeah, but I guess we can jump into Ime. I'm honestly not surprised. It's just kind of. I think this shows that the Rockets they're gonna do make some moves this off season to go into win now. Because I think they trade everybody but Jalen Green. I, I, I think, think they trade Jalen Green. I think they may, really that'd be stupid. I'm just seeing a lot of rumors about it. Like it's everywhere. And I think if they want to bring James Harden in and bring in other pieces, I just don't know if Green fits around that. So I've just I seen mean, a lot of stuff about it. I'm not counting it out. I'm I don't not, know about obviously building around it. a 35 year old aging James Harden. I just don't know about building around. That's just what I've heard. And there's other young guys out there. They're such a young team. And I think I think they want to bring in some older, more experienced guys. Cause I mean, Green, uh, Sangoon. Christopher, all those guys are so young, and there's no like legitimate vets that can go out and win a team and contend. So I think bringing in a Harden and um, whoever else they want to bring in to go into win now mode is just what they're gonna do. And if that requires trading Jalen Green, I think Ime Udoka has he has the heart to do it. So it'll be a very interesting off season for Houston. At this rate, is James Harden gonna leave? Because I mean, if they make it out of the semifinals, I think he stays. It's not. It's not like impossible. I mean, Kawhi Leonard left leaves. after winning the finals. Hey Nick, he's doing your Sixers pretty well right now. I don't care. They're not my. I'm not. That's not. I'm not claiming the team until he leaves. I don't care if they win the finals. It's not Real my team. Patriot for him. Just if it's from all stems from OKC. No, I love James Harden. I just don't like him on my team. Like he's one of my favorite players of all time. He's. Just, I just don't like him on my team. But what if you? My brother says you're tripping because James Harden's his favorite player of all time. So Harden's like one of my. He's like the top five of my favorite players ever. But like, why do you like him? Just, I just don't. I. All right, listen. If if. When him and Westbrook play together, those are like my two favorite teams. Those are like my favorite teams. But like when they don't play together, it's like them two all time are like neck and neck. Like Harden's like 34th, Westbrook's like 36. So it's like, you know, I like for them to be on the same level. So if Harden wins a ring, you know, he jumps up to like top 15, top 20. So So you think Harden all time is better than Westbrook? Slightly. Really? I see. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I would love to say Westbrook's not, or Westbrook's better. That's, you know, but. Harden has been the more has been deeper in the playoffs, and he has not missed the playoffs in his entire career. So, I mean, what he's him and Westbrook are tied if they're if Harden's not ahead of them, you know. And I have I'm heavy biased for Russ, but uh, they're on the same exact level, I think. So even if Harden wins a championship, you'd still be mad that he's on your team. Yes, interesting. But I wouldn't hate him. I don't. It's not like I hate him. I, I love James Harden. But like, if I, I'm just mad that he's on the team, basically. You guys, because I wish Westbrook was on the team. Well, we, well, what if Westbrook came to the Sixers? Well, I love that. I would love that. 
but it's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. He's not gonna stay with the Clippers either, probably. So where do you think he's going? They're saying he has a market, and the teams will be willing to pay him more than fifteen million dollars. And I think he's gonna go where that is. So, mm, interesting. Which could be no, 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 no. Uh, I think that I would like him to go. I don't know where I like him to go. I wish he would stay with the Clippers, but um, you know, I'm just um, I just want the Lakers to win the whole thing. So that's crazy because you were hating <laughs> on the Lakers. Hey, hey, he gets a ring. He gets a ring, exactly. That's Mickey Mouse. He gets a ring. Hey, I don't care. Jimmy says Mickey Mouse. That's the definition of Mickey Mouse. DeMarcus Cousins got a ring with the Lakers. I'll take so. it. Russell will take it, too. You think he will, though? Yeah, I, saw, I, saw that, I saw the same Yeah, I was going to say Pat Bev would get it, too. I saw the same report, but I don't know if he's actually going to take it. No, Russ would take it. Like, okay, as, like, the, obviously the biggest Russ fan I know, would you even, like, be, like – you can't, like, go out and, like, be, like, Russ has a ring because people are going to laugh at that. I mean, I'd say <laughs> – it would feel good to say it. But I would just be, like, yeah, he has a ring, but he didn't win the title on the team. But, like, he wouldn't be able to, like, feel the emotion of winning a championship. So even to, like, him, would it even, like, really feel like he earned it? Nah, but he's going to win another one after that, and then he'll have two, so – I bet, 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 bet. I think he will win one before his career is over. Even if he's like on a Gary Payton role where he's at the end of the bench, I think he'll win one. He better. Damn. Yeah, I think he will. I mean, he, he'll be the best player of all time to not win a ring besides probably Charles Barkley. So, and Malone, Carl Malone. CP3? Uh, he's not on Westbrook's level. You know that. <laughs> See, if you're saying Harden's better than Westbrook, CP3 is like right behind Westbrook. Yeah, he is. Like, I'm, but I'm talking about. Top five versus top ten. Westbrook's top five. CP 3s top ten. What about John Wall? Oh, come on, come on! Don't don't <laughs> even. He that's uh, not even a top fifteen point guard all time. John Wall's probably top twenty. I was gonna say twenty eight. I mean, yeah. I was thinking the other day, like, where does Chauncey Billups fit into the top twenty, like top point guards all time? Because he does have a ring. Mm-hmm. I think him and Tony Parker have a case to be top 10. Tony Parker's interesting. Ten. I think Tony Parker's, Parker's higher than Billups. Yeah, because he has three rings and he's a finals MVP. Yeah. I mean, Billups is a finals MVP too, but yeah, I'd say Tony Parker's rings. definitely top eight. And Billups is like probably number 12. Top eight's I, I would have to look at a list. I don't know. I can't, do, I I don't, can't put someone who never averaged more than 20 points per game in their career. I mean, yeah, yeah. But the, I mean, the, the accomplishments – and I don't even know if I'm right about that. I think he's never averaged more than 20 points per game. I don't know. I just uh, if he's not top eight, then he's definitely top. Parker or Billups? Tony Parker. Uh, I can't imagine him averaging more than 20 points per game when he's alongside Tim Duncan and Kawhi. And Manu too, because Manu was coming off the bench, so he didn't need to score. He was more focused on drinking wine. Tony Parker, if my internet will work, he averaged a career 15 points per game. But that doesn't tell me, like, obviously, like... Per- All right, well, I mean, regardless, he's, like, you know, he's, like, top 15 at least, I'd say. Yeah, I just don't know if I can put someone who's never averaged more than 20 points per game in my top 10, but he's definitely top 15. I, I can I can get on board with that. Let me look at it. I have, I have it pulled up. Greatest Charlotte Hornet of all time. Okay, he averaged actually 20, he averaged 20 points per game in 2012-13. He averaged 22 points per game in 2008. So, okay, I can throw him in the top, I can throw him in my top 11. Uh, okay, yeah. I was wrong. I was taking it back. One. I just like I feel like that's a quiet. I think those were quiet twenty-two point per game years. 
I mean, they didn't win the title any of those years, but they were still, you know, Western Conference Finals teams. Yeah, that's yeah. for sure. So I can throw them in my top 11. Uh, I'm on board with that. You guys hear about the J.J. Redick? Yeah, that would be crazy. Raptors head coaching job. And wait, ooh, what's your take on that? He's a great basketball mind. So I think that would be cool if he did that. I would like it a lot. 100%. I just don't know. I feel like he might be a little too young. I mean, hey, uh, Look at Missoula. Willie Green, Willie Green. Taylor I was James. Say, I mean, your own uh, coach. Look at him. Mark now. I mean, all the coaches are young nowadays. Al except for Tom Thibodeau and Mike Brown, Steve Kerr, and and that's really yeah. Those are the only three like older coaches. Popovich. And Rick Carlisle. Popovich. Oh yeah, and of course Pop, oldest but. man of all time. Yeah, JJ would be a great coach. I mean, we see him on first take, and his NBA mind is just insane. But then like. He's also a former basketball player, so I'd hope his knowledge would be really good. I don't really know. And he's how the he's only doing. one that knows anything that they're talking about on the show. That's true. So, who do you think would be a better head coach, JJ Redick or Draymond Green? Ooh, Draymond Green's a great coach. Would Draymond, Draymond. Great... Draymond, because he can get yeah. like he can fire people up. That's what you need. I think LeBron would be as much as you hate him, Jamie. LeBron would be a great coach. <laughs> uh, Dude, did I you? I, see, I think I'd you... take Jordan as the head coach. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did yeah. you see what he did to the Hornets? Uh, as a GM, anyways... I don't count. Oh, did, you see, did you see the, the other night when they were running that play, the Warriors? And it was the same play they ran in the finals mm-hmm. in 2018. And he knew exactly what they were doing and they closed them out. That's just, yeah. that was insane to me. LeBron? That was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It was like this play where Draymond Green cuts down to the basket and then just Clay gets a little bit open. They switch the, the big man onto him. And but LeBron was like, all right, go this way, AD. And then AD got him. And then Clay couldn't get the ball. And then I think it was who stole it? Dennis Schroeder? No, was it somebody? I know AD was on him. AD was on on Clay. He was on Clay. He was on Clay, but somebody stole the ball. I think it might have been like Lonnie Walker or Austin Reeves or something. Lonnie Walker. How do you feel about him? Oh, he's, uh, I'm going to talk about him later. I like, I I love Lonnie Walker. You can talk about it right now. Uh, I'm talking about like, Oh well, he's like my he's my underrated plan. player. Oh, okay, gotcha. I didn't know what you meant on that. I thought you were gonna talk about like the game, but okay, fair enough. Yeah. Moving on, I guess to our segment where we just kind of I threw it out in our group chat, just like a little cool segment. So we're gonna start off with like our favorite player of all time. We'll start off with Nick, like we usually do. We'll go to me and then Jamie. All right. Um. So I, th- I mean, I think mine is more obvious than anybody else's. Russell Westbrook, obviously. Uh, you know what? I no can't way, even... Nick. No way. Hold on. Can I get this thing off of my – this? Where, where's the – oh, here. Hold on. I thought he was going to say Rondo. Background. Uh, hey, it's Russell Westbrook. Could, would never know. I mean, his entire bedroom is Russell Westbrookified. Yeah. All right. I mean, it's obviously Russ. What about a player you dislike? We'll just go through all of them. All right. I have John Wall. Is one of them, and then I have, and I have reasons. He's just like, I just cannot stand that man. Like, just the stuff he says is so ignorant. Like, like for a what? player that has not won anything or been anywhere in the playoffs, he's just so ignorant and snobby. Like him having the the audacity to say that he would have, they would have smacked LeBron in twenty sixteen is the most idiotic thing I've ever heard. When they were getting thrown out by the Celtics every year, like with with a five foot nine point guard. They don't hate on IT. Oh, I love Isaiah Thomas, but I'm just saying, like he has no space to talk. Whenever he, the farthest he ever went was winning a game in the second round. Like that, that's like my main reason for not liking him. He, 
he talks too much. He does have a very like I mean the the thing with the little girl that's obviously sad. That's only but that's the only thing I've ever seen him have some sort of like empathy or any sort of goodness like in behind the stuff he says is that because he's you know I don't know he's is that when he's that a real snob I think cancer huh is that when that girl passed away from cancer yeah. Yeah, I remember that. That was a while ago when he was on the Wizards. Yeah, it was like 2012, 2013. It was right whenever he was getting into his prime. But, I mean, obviously I recognize how good he is at basketball. But, like, uh, I don't know. I just don't I, – I don't like players that do a lot of talk and do a lot of, you know, and just act cocky, especially ones that don't win. Like, it's, it's cr- kind of crazy. Just describe Grant Williams right there, man. Grant, I mean, y'all been to the finals, though. <laughs> yeah, I know. But he, he just talks too much for doing absolutely nothing. How about overrated player? Overrated player. Um, this one I'm kind of st- I was kind of stuck on. Uh, you know what? Uh, I had a couple people in mind. Let me just narrow it down. Um, um I'll give it to uh. Hmm. One of y'all say yours first. I, uh, I, mine's Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole. Yeah, that's that's valid. I was Who's thinking either DeAndre Ayton, uh, or Tobias Harris. That's a really now, good one. Jordan, I, I like the Toby Harris one. Now the Jordan Poole one could be a little bit of recency bias because he's only averaging ten points per game in the playoffs. But I just feel like overall, this just atrocious playoff performance have just really like kind of reminded me of that he's very wishy washy, like a J.R. Smith. So, I don't know. He's kind of put that into my head. Well, I'm just going to say the people I have on here. I have Kuzma. I have I have Kuzma. I have Lonzo. But, I mean, obviously Lonzo. I know. That's what I'm saying. But I'll just stick with Kuzma. Uh, you know, he's kind of just an empty stats guy, you know. He's good at basketball, but he just he, – he's such a shot chucker. And then he'll have one good game, and then everybody's on, you know, Instagram. Like, oh, yeah, this guy is – he should be an all-star. He'll be an all-star next season. The Wizards are going to the playoffs with him, with this new big three. Like, But he just doesn't, like, lead to success necessarily as him being, you know, the, the second option of the team. So I think that that's why he's slightly overrated to me. I I, I kind of I, – I saw that you put Jordan Poole, and I was like, ah, that's a good one, and – I just couldn't really think about anybody else, but I think Kuzma is a good, a good, a good one for that. I remember when Kyle Kuzma was saying, like, not saying, but people were saying Kyle Kuzma was better than Jason Tatum in their rookie years because they came out of the same class. Yeah, Kuzma dropped like forty points within like the first two weeks of the season, and people were like, "Oh, he's better than Jason Tatum, Markel Fultz, and like Lonzo Ball." Obviously, the three. It's because he's a Laker. Yeah, that's probably yeah. true. And then underrated. Uh, this is where I have Lonnie Walker. Uh, even whenever he was not on the Lakers, like when he was on San Antonio, I thought this, like he was just super athletic and Popovich wasn't really playing him. But he, I mean, he has that defensive, like the, the two-way ability that's instilled in all the Spurs players that were on the teams, you know, in like 2016, 2017, 2018, those teams like, you know, DeJounte Murray, Derek White, uh, who else? Uh, Patrick Mills. You know, Patty Mills, Jacopoto, like, you know, those guys, they all have that, you know, that two-way ability, which is, you know, which is really good. And, and like, but Lonnie Walker's been able to put his game to a whole nother, like, level after not even playing a lot in the playoffs to getting inserted into the lineup, getting 15 points in the fourth quarter, outscoring the Warriors by, you know, three points is just – I think it's insane for one player to do that. And then he's doing everything on the defensive end as far as, you know, guarding the people that he was guarding, you know, and – 
I think that he's eventually going to get himself. I think he's a free agent this offseason. If the Lakers don't want it, they have to pay, basically choose between him and Austin Reeves. One of them is not coming back to the team. I'd have to assume it's Lonnie Walker's Lonnie Walker, and he'll be getting probably a sixty million dollar deal from somewhere. So you think he's leaving and Austin Reeves will be staying? Is that what you're saying? Uh, if I'm them, I'm key, I would keep AR fifteen. Yeah. Ooh, I didn't even I haven't heard that one. That's a good one. Yeah, I'm keeping Austin Reeves on the Lakers because he's for one, he's a little bit more of a he fits LeBron more. He fits LeBron in AD just because he can shoot the three ball a little bit better. But, and not their controversy, but finish off because this is what the Twitter question was: uh, the goat. Oh, LeBron, sir. All right, I will start off with my favorite player of all time. I was talking to Jamie before you hopped on um, about this because obviously it's Russell Westbrook. I forget what I said. What was I saying, Jamie? About what? Russell Westbrook? Oh, because on my YouTube, like, header thing, I have, like, Westbrook, SGA, Tatum, and Brown. And I was like, as much as Nick thinks it, I do not hate Westbrook. He's just kind of boring to watch as he's old. But when he was, like, the most athletic player in the world and he was, like, doing whatever – Best player of all – now, best player in the world. Now, he's still my favorite player of all time. I don't know. I think you're tripping. He's still – I I he's I watch him every game. I don't ever get bored. Yeah. I, I love I, the play style. See, like, I don't know. His play style just isn't the same to me anymore. He's still – I mean, he does the same thing, except he just doesn't dunk. That's the only thing that's different. I it's just, like, athleticism isn't there, so it's not as, like well, – I mean, but he can still lay the ball up super well. He hits the mid-range. He, oh, he can hit that mid-range. He's – the the hustle plays like that game against Phoenix, like all the games against Phoenix, like that's what I like to watch. Like just him making all those hustle plays and you know getting to the basket before anybody else. Still, the one of the fastest players in the league, if not the fastest. He's still up there with that, and he's been injured multiple times, you know. And that's just you know I I, I don't think I'll ever be able to be more entertained by a player even now. Like even when I when I watch him now, I'm I'm still can't find any player I'm more entertained with than Russell Westbrook. Yeah, I haven't watched him consistently since he was out of Washington because after that, he's obviously jumped around a little bit. He hasn't really, I don't know, he hasn't really found like a solidified role. Hopefully he does next season with the team. But And then a player I dislike, he's actually out of the league, but Zaza Pastoria. I, I just hate him. Like, I hate looking at oh, Zaza. Yeah, me too. I hate looking at him. But my, my, speaking, speaking of Westbrook, like my peak Westbrook fandom was when he was just in Westbrook or when Zaza – was just like standing up and Westbrook was just in his face because that's when you know they got KD and like he stepped over him or something. I don't know, but that was just like my peak Westbrook fan was when Westbrook just like was just screaming in Zaza's face. That whole feud that season, his MVP season, right? Yeah, yeah, that was the, some of the best times in the NBA. Now, now I think he's a Warriors assistant coach. I don't know. I just hate looking at him because then he like also was a dirty player against Kawhi. He like purposely landed in his airspace. Yeah, airspace. yeah. So he was out for the oh. before he went to Toronto. I think it was the year before he left. It was. But was yeah, it? it was two years before. Two years before. But, yeah, just yeah. looking at Zaza just for some reason just pisses me off. Just because all the stuff behind him, I think it's mostly because of Westbrook and that feud there. And then what he did to Kawhi, he's just always kind of one of those dirty players. And then overrated, that's where I have Jordan Poole. Like I said, I think I talked about it a minute ago. Like he's only averaging 10 points per game in the playoffs. First 17 last year in their championship run. I don't know if the women aren't, like, bad enough now on the court side or what, but he is <laughs> – he has not been performing well for the Warriors. Livy Dunn was at the last game, and he still didn't perform, so I don't know what really, that was. At least she was? Mm-hmm. She was in the Bay? Yeah. Really? I, did not I don't know. That. I think it was a fluke to an extent. I mean, he's obviously good, but, I mean, that contract, they're going to regret that. 
No, I'll tell you that. I saw Definitely. I saw the the Warriors. It was somebody said that the the Warriors should trade uh yep. pool for Rudy Gobert. I saw Poole and Wiggins for Brown and Brogdon. That's what that's that's stupid. That's what Colin Coward uh, said. Colin yeah, Coward yeah. Fox, Fox That's a crazy Sports. one. No way. Fox Sports Radio just trying to get some clicks. How do these people have jobs? Like they should hire us. Know, I'm saying, like that's just get a TV show. Uh, that right there is just crazy. Mentally and ill. For like, real. <laughs> the Warriors uh, win that trade a thousand times in a row. They'd probably go like they probably win four championships in a row. What if they didn't have what if oh they got yes, yes. If they have Jalen Brown, Steph Curry, they, and they still had they still have Clay and Dre, yeah. Clay, Looney. And then you got Brogdon off the bench. You have the best point guard in the league getting backed up by the best backup point guard in the league. Exactly. Uh, that would be utterly insane. And for the Celtics, what what's that do us? Like nothing. No, y'all would pool. y'all would be an I, I was, out in Boston. Uh, me and Caden were talking about that. I, I was saying y'all would probably be a playing team if y'all traded Jalen Brown and Malcolm Brogdon for Jordan Poole and Andrew Wiggins, though. Yeah. I mean that's all right. That's a little different. But if it's just if it's like Jalen Brown for Jordan Poole, I mean. I don't know. <laughs> Colin Coward said JB and Brogdon for Wiggins and Poole. That's a horrible trade. W trade. Of course, it's a horrible. I mean, for the Celtics, it's a horrible trade. <laughs> and then my underrated player got to be Lou Dort on the Oklahoma City Thunder. I've always just loved guys like Marcus Smart esque, Draymond Green esque, like the one player, Doran Finney Smith, that one player on a team that just gets all the hustle plays, pure defense, and obviously great offense. Or solid above average offense as well. I'd say Lou Dort has the best offense. If you want to go in that category of a Marcus Smart, Draymond Green, Lou Dort had a very efficient offensive season. He, not this season because obviously SGA and Giddy really jumped up, but the year before he averaged like 18 points per game. So, I, I mean, I didn't need, Lou Dort is one of those guys who's really underrated and he doesn't get love just because he's in the shadows of SGA, Giddy and all their young talent. He's kind of like a 26, 27 year old guy in the league. He might even be a little bit younger than that. He looks like he's like 35 because of, stupid little beard that makes him look old. But anyways, Lou Dort's definitely my underrated player. Then Goat, it's got to be LeBron. Sweet. All right. It's me now? Yes, sir. All right. Favorite player of all time? I got two. Um, Just because De'Aaron Fox has been moving up that list. He was number two, but it's a 1A, 1B situation right now with the season Fox had. He's been absolutely, like, phenomenal, uh, especially, like, leading Sacramento to the playoffs. Like, that's amazing. Something that I thought I'd never see, especially 17-year drought getting ended. That's pretty fire. So uh, that's that's 1B, and then 1A is Tracy McGrady. Uh, just one of the most fun players to watch all like of all time, one of the greatest scorers of all time, and one of the most underappreciated players of all time. Kobe Bryant said it was the hardest player he ever had to guard, him and <clears throat> Kevin Durant. So uh, I just absolutely love watching his highlights. Kind of sad I wasn't, you know, able to watch him in real time, but – I mean, he's he's just such a great guy uh, on and off the court. And then uh, moving on to player I dislike. I don't dislike a lot of players. Um, like, I don't dislike LeBron. Um, but, like, if I were to say, like, a dislike, uh, there's, like, Dylan Brooks. I don't really mess with him. I like Dylan Brooks. I don't, I don't get that. Cody Zeller. Dylan not a big Brooks. Cody Zeller guy. Dylan Brooks looks like he low-key would be, like, your son, Nick. Jesus, how? You just like you got like you look nothing like what? each other because obviously Dylan Brooks is like a light African American, yeah. 
You just kind of got nice. a, you got like similar like like a facial structure. I don't know. Well, maybe he's half Italian. I don't know. Dylan Brooks looks like he eats sticks, so I just don't really mess with him. Player that grew on me. That's kind of tough. I mean, I'm a big Laker hater, but I mess with AR15. I like Are Austin we supposed Reeves. to a player with the girl knows? I mean, it's, it's what it's on here. I missed that. I'm just reading it off the screenshot. Well, I'll say mine after you get done. Yeah, so I just like what Austin Reeves has been doing. Um, Like, he's just had a phenomenal out-of-nowhere, really, season, and he's a big part uh, of the Lakers' success and them being the worst team in the league going to the one of the best. So I got to give my shout-outs to, yeah, I mean, Tobias Harris, former All-Star, or so we think, um, he was great in LA for that one year he was there. And then he moves to Philly, gets the fat contract and just doesn't perform like he was expected to. So, I mean, the Sixers are lucky that they're winning as many games as they are and they're performing as well in the playoffs. I mean, with a guy like Embiid, Harden, Maxi, Jimmy Harden, Maxi, and Joel. Imagine that. Yeah. And then Tobias Harris just selling the bag. Um, they're getting lucky that, you know, they're doing as well, especially against a great team like Boston. So um, big shouts out to them. And then most underrated player. Oh, for players I dislike, I forgot about Buddy Heald. Um, he used to be my favorite player in the league. And then he started dissing Sacramento when we traded him. So, yeah, Buddy Heald. I don't mess with you no more, brother. Uh, most underrated player, I'm going to give to Jaden McDaniels. Um, I think defense is extremely underappreciated in the NBA. And he deserves his recognition. He was snubbed from the all-defense team. Um, he was a big part. He was screw buddy healed. He was a big part in Minnesota, um, making any sort of like major buzz in the playoffs or playing or whatever. So um I mean it was unfortunate he destroyed his own hand. Um but can't take it away from him. He was he's developed as a scorer, he's a phenomenal, phenomenal defender, one of the best in the league. Um, I think he's a defensive player of the year candidate in the years to come. So big shout out to Jade McDaniels. He just does not get talked about. And then my goat, um, my glorious uh, goat king, Michael Jordan. James? Oh, I thought you said King James. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm... No, go ahead. For the, all right. For my player that's grown on me, I have two. I have Nikola Jokic, as I said earlier. I actually kind of like him now. And uh, Kevin Durant. Um, Woo! Yeah, I like KD again. I I'll say this: If I would be all right if he won another ring, if it just was not on a team with Chris Paul, so yeah, but not that, not that. Until, <laughs> until Chris Paul is off that team, uh, I I wish I wish nothing but the downfall. So I mess with Katie, say, though. I love Katie. I would say a player that grew on me would be Tyler Hero. I was never a big fan of him. I thought he was just like a sit in the. <laughs> sit in the corner and shoot three type of guy, but he has flourished into a definitely a ball dominant guard that can dish out the rock and obviously still shoot the ball. Amazing. So I would say Tyler heroes has to be someone that's grown on me, but I have some, would you rather's for you guys that I just, you know, I got them on this website, the halftime.com. Do you have, you ready for some, would you rather's? Oh yeah. Alrighty. Would you rather get Steph Curry's shooting range or Kyrie Irving's handles and layup package? Curry shooting. Curry shooting. I would – oh, yeah. my God. I would just shoot so many threes. It would be not wow. even funny. I want Kyrie's handles all the way. I want to be able to drop people. I want to be able to drive to the, like, hoop and just do some crazy layups. You already have decent handles. It's just you you go up yeah. too strong. <laughs> you go up too strong with the uh, with, with the rock. It's like 
just going too strong. It reminds me of like a you just don't sparkle enough when you're going up to the rim. So you just got to yeah. get more finesse. So I think I would take Curry shooting range. That's crazy. Your virtual background right, Nick, is crazy, bro. Yeah. Who is it? Um, it's That's uh, Greg Popovich when he yeah. was young. Yeah. Would you rather have Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown or just Luka Doncic? Oh, that's a good one. Uh, Tatum and Brown are still in the playoffs and they made the finals. So give me them. Oh, that's good. I really like that. I'm a huge Luka guy, and I think he's an MVP like candidate with a team around him. Like you get two oh. MVP candidates. I think I'm taking that's Tatum what I'm saying, and Brown. Yeah. I mean, I'm a big Luka guy, but I mean, if Sacramento would have just drafted Luka anyway, I think this would have been an easy answer. So. I mean, you, I don't really think I have to give my answer. I'm taking Tatum and Brown, of course. Would you rather have Giannis's current athleticism in, like, body type or peak Shaq's strength? Giannis. Ooh, Giannis Shaq wouldn't yeah. do it. Shaq wouldn't be all that good. He would be great, but he wouldn't be as good as he, as good as he was in today's NBA. Even if you had his strength? Yeah, I'd give me Giannis still. I mean, yeah, I'm only 5'11", so. Give me Giannis sure with my crazy. shooting. Give me Giannis with my shooting because I'd probably shoot better than Giannis. So, okay. okay. Uh, I would definitely say Giannis's athleticism because he just he takes like two steps once he gets past half court and gets to the hoop. But that's insane. Next one have prime Dennis Rodman or prime Draymond Green? Draymond Green. Draymond Green. That's an easy one. He's he just, he's a better defender. If uh, just as good, easy. if not a better defender. Um, not as good of a rebounder, obviously, but he does so much more. Better playmaker. He could coach on the floor. Like, you don't one of the best playmakers or, ever. Yeah, one of the greatest playmakers. He could score if he wants to. I mean, multiple times in the playoffs, he's gone and scored 20 points Um, when he's not known for doing that whatsoever. Like, like Dennis Rodman did not score. He's also an really all-star. All. Rodman yeah. wasn't an all-star. Defensive player, Rodman wasn't an all-star. So. I don't even think he was a Hall of Famer. Maybe he was. Uh, I mean, he did win, like, six rings. I don't know. I don't yeah. think he was, though. I would uh-huh. definitely take Draymond as well for all the reasons you just said. Would you rather be the worst player on a championship team or the best player on a bad team? Best player on a bad team. So Luca or Quindary Witherspoon? Yeah. Luca. Really like yeah. Luca and then like Bradley Beal? Yeah. I'd rather be Bradley Beal. I'm in a superstar. Watch sure they both missed the playoffs. That's actually bad examples, but I'm I'm a superstar. I'm getting my bag. I don't care. So That's super- what I'm saying. You can be Damian Lillard, get a two hundred and $50 million contract for missing the playoffs every year. Exactly. Would you rather be the Would you rather be the fastest player in the NBA or the strongest player? So Russell fastest. Westbrook, that's I mean that's just a mix Fox. of Russell Westbrook. Fox rather, is the fastest player in the league. Fox is the fastest player in the league now, but it was now. It was John Wall and Westbrook. No, no. It was John Wall and Westbrook. Westbrook. John Wall and Westbrook were like tied. I don't Yeah, okay, tied. I can there. I can say tied. I can say tied, but yeah. I think if you were uh, down the entire court, John Wall would beat Westbrook. But talking about like explosiveness and getting yeah. to, from like the half court, that's Westbrook. But like, a, okay, yeah, I think Westbrook's acceleration is faster, but John Wall is just faster. Ah, uh, yes, that's I agree. Yeah. I'm taking De'Aaron Fox over strength anyway. So, hundred percent. I'm taking. You say De'Aaron Fox is strength? No, I'm taking De'Aaron Fox over strength. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. gotcha. No. He's the fastest player now, without without question. Yeah. All right, this one's an interesting one. Would you rather have Ben Simmons take a free throw to save your life or have Steph Curry try to dunk to save your life? Steph Curry's Steph Curry had a dunk. dunk before. Yes, he's dunked. Yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, but like he slipped one time when he tried to dunk. 
Nah, that was one time, like right. last year, there was a video that came out of him doing a, a self bounce and then backward dunk it. So like, right. it's not it's not like he has no hops. He could. He could Isaiah get up Thomas there. could dunk like crazy mm-hmm. too. I'm taking. Yeah. Let me rephrase. Would you rather Nate Robinson? Well, Nate Robinson can dunk. Isaiah Thomas dunked like try to dunk once. Would you rather have Isaiah Thomas in game try to dunk. He's never dunked in game. Or Ben Simmons take a free throw to save your life. Ben Simmons. Free throw. Well, yeah, we're yeah. switching to Isaiah Thomas now over Steph yeah. Curry. Then ben, Simmons. ben Simmons. I don't know. I'm taking IT man because he's done it before. He's just, I mean, he's never done it in game, but he's done it like he just said he didn't do it. He just said he didn't. He's never done it in a game, but he's done it in practice. So if, if it's to save my life and he knows it's to save my life, I feel like he'd dunk it. I'm taking Chris Paul dunking over uh, Dwight Howard. All right. So as I was saying, all right. So Andre Drummond, Hassan Whiteside, or, or, um, Andre Drummond, Hassan Whiteside, or Kenneth Fareed, all in their prime. Wow. Ooh, rebounders. Um, that's tough. From a pure rebounding standpoint. Start bench cut. Yeah, I think this I'm going to start. This is your team center. So I'm going to start Drummond. Yeah. I'm going to start a prime Andre Drummond, and then I'm going to sit Hassan Whiteside because in his prime, Hassan Whiteside was a board machine. And then I'm going to sit uh, Kenneth Fareed because Kenneth Fareed was good for some rebounds on one possession, but like I don't know if he can go a whole game. Because, like, Drummond was playing 45 – or not 45, but, like, 35 minutes a game, getting 15, 16 boards. He's so. also the only all-star out of these two guys. Yeah, exactly. So, so I'm going to take Drummond. Andre Drummond, Kenneth Fareed, or who? Hassan Whiteside. Whiteside. Drummond, 100%. Because when he was in his prime, he was better than all of them. Yeah. yeah. For me, I'm going to start uh, – I'm going to start Drummond. I'm going – I have a Drummond jersey, actually. Um, that's hard. I'm gonna start Andre Drummond. I'm gonna bench Kenneth Fareed. It's one of my it's one of my first like favorite role players of all time. It's Kenneth Fareed. Then Hassan Whiteside. Is, I'm cutting him. He's going to he's going to the G League. <laughs> that's crazy. Well, we have had a bunch of technical issues on my part, at least for this podcast. So sorry if it sounds choppy or whatever. It will be fixed for next time. Hope hopefully. So. hopefully. But anyways, this is our first podcast of the summer, and uh, if you're ready for the outro, Jamie, let's hear it. Yeah, sorry for the technical difficulties. We're going to have to cut it a bit short. But nonetheless, I want to thank you all for tuning in to WVUA 90.7 FM and the Full Court Press Podcast. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at fcbpodcast underscore UA and on TikTok at fcp underscore podcast. We'll see you all next podcast. Have a good week. See you. WVUA-FM, Tuscaloosa.